Welcome back to Do Alliance Podcast with your host Alicia Solomon and Megan Hines, where we talk all things the challenge. And we are back for a whole new season on the flagship property on MTV, Challenge Season 38, Ride or Dies. Um, we're gonna get into the cast for this season. We're gonna talk a little bit about the trailer that was put up, but also we're gonna get into the documentary that has been going on for the past few weeks. And we're gonna share some thoughts about that. So we're gonna get started off with the doc because that's been a prevalent thing throughout the weeks. People have been very nostalgic about the seasons mostly. And a lot of good moments were being relived. Um, and there are a lot of good just talking points from the documentary. Um, so for what you've seen on the doc, uh, what were some points that kind of like came out to you? I mean, I did not watch all six episodes. Just, just point that out at first. Uh, so, from what I see, it's definitely giving context in terms of where it started, how it started, the thought process of the creators of the show, um, Bunam, Bunam and Murray. Um, I think I'm pronouncing her name wrong. I apologize, R.I.P. to the lady. Uh, but yeah from like their concept of just making the real world in general and then it developing into road rules and then that developing into the real world versus road rules and then that developing into what we know as a challenge and for that to be on for 38 seasons now that's a very long time in terms of making reality tv and for them to be making it for 30 years i think it's just a testament to them because even though like, there are plenty of times we shit on the show, we shit on the concept of things, we shit on the production, we shit on a lot of things about the show. The fact that it's still on and running and people are, like, highlighting and greenlighting the show, I think is just a testament to them and the money that they're making over there at that company and that production company. So I'm going to start off with the good. I think also the framing of the show and just how... Bill Simmons once famously called the show and for how long he's been talking about the challenge and speaking on it on his previous shows and whatever, calling it a fifth sport and just making it into something that is bigger than, honestly, I think they're just very much kneeling into that fifth sport comment and compliment that, that Bill Simmons was trying to give the show. And I think that's what's kind of made some of the thought processes and some of the directions that the show has gone into in the past maybe seven or eight seasons. Because once they started getting into season 20, you can really see them developing the thought process and idea that this is actually a fifth sport, quote unquote. And they just went on head all into it. And so... It's definitely interesting to see how they framed it. There was also something that I found funny was when they showed Wes in the finals and him like full body cramping and they showed Kenny picking him up. But the producer on the show did not say Kenny's name. And I think that also made me realize how much terrible shit has happened behind the scenes and on the show and a lot of things that they won't frame. And I think in this, society of where we're getting a lot of documentaries and behind the scenes shit on like things that nobody asked for like why is there a Barney documentary out there right now like please like let's stop the documentaries and let's save lives out there please but honestly like given the fact that there was so much bad they were just highlighting what they obviously are going to just glorify their show and their product which they should but I think it's also good to remember and also have like a little bit of context of a lot of things that were happening behind the scenes on that show that made people's lives messed up and <laughs> changed people's lives and 
in a negative way and affected people. So I think it's like two sides to it. And I know that they're just going to keep, of course, pushing their product. This was 38 seasons. They had Kim Kardashian on the show crying out loud, having talking points. Like she did not even seem remotely truthful in anything that she was saying. No real shade to Kim, but girl, very robotic on the show. Very much like I spoke with my friend and like I said, I wanted to do this. As if Chris Jenner does not exist, who created your whole life. Like, please relax, Kim. Kimberly. Come on. <laughs> I will say she she did say she when she watched the show, she loved Tech and Ruthie. Um, shout out to them because they are some good people. So hey, like yeah. <laughs> no, I love Tech Tech and Ruthie too. Like I love them on the Hawaii season. I'm not saying that she didn't watch the show, but yeah. I'm saying that her answers were very rehearsed, which obviously she's who she is, so that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, on the note of like how the show started, like seeing because I came into the challenge full of like in the midst of like the are you the one crossover, like the second season of that, second or third season. Cause they started on like Exodus 2. But seeing how everything started, like with this with real world and real rules and how like they were just going off the fly of different things on those seasons and then saying, Oh, let's have like Boston and Islands kind of like come together for a crossover and essentially that's how the show started and then seeing how as time went on they tried to tinker with and see how different things would work and how they perfected different things as well um from like the nations like the first omission they ever had both yes and Veronica were gone and to like the party that they had like the toga party they had when like they didn't have any power on one of the seasons as well that birthed all the different like costume parties that we have to this day on the show which is really dope to see and I didn't know this that Mark and Eric Neese were the host of one of the seasons and like see this is why I love Mark Mark is always down for a good time but he's going to give business and I love that they use them as hosts on the show. I kind of want to see some like alums kind of come back and like do like a special and host something. I think that would be cool. But I mean, it's only a, a few people who can do that, which is Mark and Eric, um, Dave Maripas, RIP, um, and then there's TJ. So yeah. there's not really much people that they can really go to, to to do that kind of crossover with. But I think the idea of having people who are on the show that, yeah, the idea that Mark and Eric were on the show for the first, first and second seasons respectively and then became hosts, I think having them coming back as hosts in that kind of context of we're like older veterans who probably are not more active on the show but are still in the challenge hemisphere of things come back to host the show that can be something to be done too but I think at this point TJ is such a staple in the show that it doesn't really make sense like unless TJ is unalive like I don't see that happening yeah and I will say like I did enjoy seeing Ms. host a spinoff and I didn't like I didn't know as much of the Miz before then but since then I've went back and like I've watched like the older seasons he was a good time and he was a good competitor and to see his trajectory outside of the show with wrestling that's been really dope to see and like how like he really set himself up for success um after the show um and then uh, like going to Nation too oh yes he I was on sports nation for a very uh, short time shout out to sports nation that was a good show <laughs> i like that was, was like my show <laughs> and then um in other episodes they went through different like aspects of the challenge um they did I want to say too like they did a good job on highlight different things from the show um they even like talked about TJ's accident that really like put a kind of not a stop on the challenge role but it really like harped like heavy on everybody that was like on cast the crew and just how they were really excited to see TJ when he came back um on Rivals after the accident see him very like in good spirits and like if TJ wasn't able to come back and like what else who else is going to replace him but to see him come back 
hats off. Like he is a trooper and that led into like the, the critters compilation and why he doesn't like quitters at all in the show. And it's always funny to see people quit, but knowing the reason why like he harps on people who quit and we don't see a lot of them come back. I I love that for TJ. Cause like he is a staple. He is when you think about the challenge, you think about TJ. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah, he's been hosting this for a very long time now. And he's just someone who you automatically are going to see, even though there may not be like a lot of familiar faces these days on these seasons that are being hosted, but like TJ is going to be coming on. Like, that's all you got to know. So all you got to know is TJ is going to be the host. And that's just that. But definitely seeing his accident and how his just him just, readjusting to his life and all of that I mean it was it it was interesting to see I'm I'm glad that they did include that but that is a part of the story of the challenge because PJ is like I said and like we've been saying he's a staple on the show yeah and it was interesting because like that, they were filming Las Vegas at the time and Leroy one of his castmates there and then like immediately the season I think it was probably the season after when Leroy was on a season TJ came back, and I just, Leroy was, like, trying to go see, like, check him on, but seeing how that kind of, like, flipped on Rivals, I just love, like, that kind of, like, moment, Um, and then one thing I did not know that happened that they showed on the documentary was that, like, on War of the Worlds, the the set for the nations got flooded. Um, and they had to redo the set and it would have been like a day or so. Like it was and it was a lot of money. And you know about <laughs> production and how things cost money and time. But the way that they were able to readjust and with not that much resources, because they redid that set with crates and it still looked really great. Yeah, shout out to the set dressers, shout out to the production design team, shout out to the art department. Like, it's a lot that goes into production. And so I know that all of those people were working hard, and especially something like that, where it's literally a natural disaster happening and all of the work has gone to shit. And there's nothing that you can do because Mother Nature is just running her course in this area right now. I mean, like, they did what they needed to do and they still came through within the day so I know those people were working like long hard hours to get that done so just my hats off off to them in that and then like also just them working in these conditions because when you're working in production like as much as the cast is there 24 7 so are these people so they may have first and second shifts and so so and so forth but like they're there all the time they're on the scene they're away from their families just as much as this, the cast are away from their family sacrificing to create a product and in the earlier seasons when they were doing this like they were in the middle of a hurricane like it was just a lot of things that they showed that just honestly because now that I work in production I understand like the sacrifice that these people had to put in to create this product uh, however there's still things that need to be adjusted and worked on but I get it and I understand now and I can really um just connect with the people that are working on the set because it is a lot that takes to do shit like this. I will also say um shout outs to Sarah Grayson. Like I heard her name like throughout like the years, but I never knew who exactly she was. And when she came and sat in that chair, I was like, ma'am, hats off to you. Um, because she was on campus crawl of the rail who I and Kendall who I know of from the, from that season. Um and she won the gauntlet. Like, she was literally, like, in elimination five times. They kept putting her in, and she was not leaving. And she ended up winning with her team. Hats off to her. Yeah. Um, Sarah definitely, she went through a lot on that show. Um, and just her overcoming a lot of things in general. But definitely shout out to her. Shout out to all the comeback stories that they had shown, I know they did like an underdog um, point of view and then also a goat point of view. 
And um, just to wrap it up, they also did, you know, like tributes to Knight and to Diem, which were very, which were very touching to see that, you know, them, you know, speak on those people that were an integral part of the show. Like the reason why I kind of could freaking ingest Jemmy was because of Knight. Like he was just chill as fuck. And then also seeing how CT and Dean's relationship has flourished and how it still affected him to this day where it's really hard for him to speak about it. And it, I mean, like, it's just so much that like, that, like, again, these are people's lives that we're seeing. This is what reality TV is that we're seeing play out on TV. And so uh, for these people who have, you know, since passed and gone on, it, it's just, it's hard to see, but it's like, wow, like this is, this is a family in the challenge circle and how these people are. So it was very touching to see those tributes. I was literally in tears for like that whole, like from DM to night and then seeing those are like sad tears, but also like, dang, I wish I was able to see them in action and seeing this, like, so their impact to this day. I'm like, I was really like crying. I'm like, I, and I'm upset and I'm like they got me crying and I don't cry a lot when it comes to the challenge but they had me crying sad tears and then they had me crying happy tears of the good moments as well with like the flourishing relationships from the show because like you know with show me and relationships from the show they get weird but seeing some of the happy moments I had to, I was crying again because I was I'm a sad and I was crying happy tears seeing Cam and Lee's relationship being shown on the show and seeing how far they came. I loved that moment for them. And yeah, um, there's a lot that happened. Like we just touched on like some of the big bits that we noted from the documentary. Um, but yeah. Um, also, I wanted to give a shout out to Karen Maria because Karen Maria got a moment on the show as well. But I still am kind of kind of mad that they didn't call her they called Polly um but I really would have loved to hear her perspective about her journey on the show yeah for sure I mean Cara is definitely one of the main people if you were watching for a very long time she was always a constant on that show so I'm definitely intrigued on why they didn't call her but who knows there's still a lot of like, I think, bad blood between her and production, and that's why she hasn't been called back. Like, and we'll get into the season, which I'm gonna transition into it. This would have been a perfect season to bring her and Polly back together on this season of Red Dice because they're a couple, they've had experience on the show and people want to see them back um with the cast of ready dies which premieres within a week it's literally going to be next week less like, less than a week less than a week yeah. in like five days yeah um from this cast where do you want to start off with because there's a lot of new faces we have some old faces coming back um, and then the usuals that we have been unfortunately forced to see for the past couple seasons. I mean, we can start with people that we don't know because, I mean, we don't know them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to start with her. So I'm starting off with, we've seen Amber be obviously, because she's won the show. No, she's on... somebody we know. We could skip her. Yeah. Okay. Some of people we don't know at all. Like, okay. at all. All right. So... First people that come to mind are Horacio Gutierrez and Olivia Kaiser. I know Olivia um, from Love Island. She was the winner of Love Island season three with her now ex, Corey. Um, and then Horacio was from Exation Estados Unidos 5. He was on a show... Um, but I don't know as much about him, but I, I know more so about Olivia. Yeah, I mean, you can speak to Olivia being the one of Love Island since you watched this season. I think that was the season that Cash and Cinco just came from, and also, um, Trina. Gosh, what is that? Trina 
What was yeah. the white girl's name we just seen on Ch- the Challenge USA? Shannon. Shannon. Shannon, yes. Yes. Um, Shannon. Yes. She yeah. came from that season. Yeah, it's been a resurgence of people from people from that season of Love Island. They've been kind of not, they've been doing a good job, I would say, of like being booked after the show. But Olivia, she won the show with um, her ex Corey, and she was a good time. She wasn't really in like a lot of drama, but she had a journey throughout the show of like not of like she was partnered with a guy named Giovanni with also one season three <laughs> um and then that yeah. kind of um didn't go well um she was like I don't I'm not feeling this and then she moved on to different like another person ended up being Corey and they stuck it out for a while and, and they ended up winning but she was a good girl on the show um didn't really shake the table a lot um but she but not only someone I really thought of to be on the show, um, but I am interested to see what she brings to it. I whenever when I saw that season, I was like, "Oh, Shannon needs to cross over," but she went to the USA and she's not doing anything more. But we got Olivia, so I'm interested to see what she does. Again, I don't know her, so we can move on her. Yeah. And um, Ricky Iglesias, I don't fucking know. Move on. <laughs> like I, I don't get nothing. All right. Um, the next pair of people that we do not know, um, are Johnny Middlebricks and Raven Rochelle. Um, we both know Johnny from Love well, Island. We know Johnny. Yes, yes. Johnny um, was with Sully. Who Sully was on the USA show that just uh, aired. And Johnny was on X on the beach or All Star Shore, Offer whatever Shore. that show was called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Johnny seems like he would be the prototype to be on the show. He gives kind of that Corey vibe of somebody who would probably consistently be on the show, uh, giving competitive, but then also having to find his footing because he's not really plugged in with the vets like that to be protected so i don't know what johnny's gonna do this season and then i don't know the young lady that's on on the show with him the young lady that's on the show with him is a friend um but i think i remember seeing that they they didn't really meet until they got to the show like they were friendly i think online but they didn't meet until they got to the location so okay yeah um but I will say, like, we got Jeremiah, like, two, two seasons ago. I, I pro- Yeah, mm-hmm. two seasons ago. Johnny, I would have wanted to be on that season, but we got Jeremiah first. Um, so yeah. I kind of was championing for him to be on the show. So hopefully he doesn't disappoint. You know, I didn't like him at the point of, of Island. He fits what the show is. Um, the next person, next pair, I would say, is a pair that I know I do not like. You know, I didn't watch their season. I know other seasons because it was trash. Um, Tommy Brackle and Annalise from Big Brother 21. I say that because I don't, I know I don't like them people because they're part of the group that were really nasty to a black woman on their season. And there's literally less than a handful of people, like on one hand, that I like from that season, and them two ain't on that list. Cause I've heard things about them from that season that is bad. So I have nothing else to really say about them two. We could just move right the fuck along. Yes. Uh, the next pair is gonna be Kim um, Tronka and Colleen Schneider. Prince was on Prince Charming. Kim was on uh, Prince Charming 2, and um, Colleen was on The Mole Germany. I literally just saw a trailer for The Mole USA. I haven't, like, really looked into it, but it's a competition show as well. Um, so, they're two internationals. Like, like we have gotten other internationals, but it's just interesting to have, like, newer internationals on the show as pairs. I feel like they're just a part of whatever network that is over there in Germany and those different um, parts of Europe or whatever. Um, 
and then they're just coming over here, which is completely fine as long as they just don't give a lot of what those rookies gave in season 37 because it was just, please. There are a lot of followers on that season. And, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a big disappointment of a lot of those rookies that season. Big disappointment. And I know, like, one that was supposed to be on this season, it's okay. I don't really care. Um, but interesting to see what they do. I know that Kim is part of the um, LGBTQ community, um, and we have not seen a lot of them really, like, show up and, like, are, like, in the game like that in recent years. Um, so hopefully he makes some noise um, and kind of chase it out. Did so you just see Corey on, on the show? Yes, but like I'm not kind of I'm not I'm not trying to count Corey right now, and I'm not trying to count. But he's a um, part Huey. of the community. I know, but they I'm just saying part of this community. I'm you just can't saying, discount them and being like they're not a part of it. No, I'm I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they weren't respected enough from a lot more people on the seasons. Like it's been a, it's just been like a constant like with with that community with the Pacific gay men on the show, they haven't been seen as competitors and yes Huey and Corey from last season they showed up but they still didn't really get that much respect from a lot of people that's what I'm saying okay because Sean who was Sean Lineker who was on like one of these seasons as well they just threw my wayside we ain't seen the sense so yeah yeah that's yeah but I like to see that we have more of of them even more in the season as well. Um, that's all the new pairs, and essentially, of like the new people. Um, Want to go into the people that are new if people we know? Yeah, with new people, people, yeah. Okay, so speaking of that, um, I'm gonna go to Laurel and her partner Jack because I know Jack from the X on the Beach on the Peak, and that's where they met. Um, and they had a good, they developed a good friendship since the show in the trailer where it was like really like family. Like she's gonna ride for him. I'm riding for Jack. Jack was a good time in that show. And I'm excited to see what he does. And you know, Laurel, um, a beast, um, been on the show for a while. She's back again. She's had like moments of like comebacks. And I'm excited to see what she does. Yeah, I think she's coming off of being eliminated from against Natalie. So she's finally back on the challenge on the main show and just competing. I hope that this gives her an opportunity to be probably on the all-star show because I feel like she would be a part of that perfect trajectory of where all-stars should be going. But she's on the main show. That's all that matters. And yeah, I hope she does well ish i don't know she brings a good mess she brings some good mess and that's if she brings a notebook again i'm gonna enjoy that because that notebook really gave us some good tv (laughs) yeah um another pair of people that know of um that have a new person it's gonna be turbo and his girlfriend, which is actually not his girlfriend, um, Tamara. Um, and we know Turbo from War of the Worlds. He won that season. He was on the second version of War of the Worlds. He also is from Survivor Turkey. And he's back um, after um, a win, but also some controversy the second season. So... <laughs> I was happy to see him back though, but I'm like, dang, like Tar was coming back and there's mess <laughs> when he comes back. Is there? Yeah, there is online mess and like stuff be that stuff to happen that oh I stuff that know. we haven't gotten yeah. through yet. Yeah. And then what happened then the stuff that happened with Jordan when they butted heads. So yeah. I didn't catch that. No, I don't. I don't throw it. I'm gonna catch it when it comes. Don't throw okay. it. Okay. I'll catch it when it comes. Um, 
Next pair is going to be a married couple. Um, we just saw her on All Stars 3. Um, Kayla Cathias Bird, but she goes by Kayla Bird, and her husband, Sam. Why somewhat know from Love Island, but I also saw him on X on the Peak as well. And that's how, and because I think that's how they met, because Jimmy was on there too. And I think Jimmy introduced them. But um, yeah, they are married now. They came on the show three months into their marriage and competed on here. So, that's how she's a cheetah pumpkin eater. Listen, I don't, <laughs> I mean, I, after her last performance, uh, coming in like third in the final and her bringing her husband now on the show it's like alright like she literally probably just got off the plane and then they went straight to filming season 38 so I mean I, I, we'll see how we go I don't know why you would go on reality TV three months into your marriage but if it works for you it works for you but I just, I don't think that's a recipe for success. Yeah, no. Um, but I wish them the best. They had, like, she's been different, like, since, like, they've been together. But, yeah. Um, Kayla, on the show, it's a whole different animal. So, but I know, like, at this point, they're still good. So, it's all good. Um, the next pair is going to be Nam um, and his partner, Emmy Ress. Um, and we know Nam because um, this is he's been on Five Guys and Allies and Double Agents, but he hasn't really kind of done well. He's done well, but he hasn't really panned out as the way some of us wanted him to because of different circumstances. Yeah, he definitely got, I would say, the short end of some sticks in his couple of dealings on the show and then like I think the last time he was an alternate he didn't make the cut or he got COVID or something happened so Nam has hasn't really shown his true ability that we know that he can do so I'm definitely interested to see Nam and how he plays and how he fits in with some of the cast because there's a lot of people who are back that were on seasons with him like Nani like Anissa like Casey like Fessy However, Amber B as well. But then there are vets that are on the show that those people are also aligned with. So they have, you know, you have Bananas, you have Laurel. People, like, that are separate from the people who we've seen for the past couple of seasons. So I don't know if they're going to go big on big with alliances this season where they're like, oh, we're like OGs. And then like, they're like, okay, you've just been here. And then there are people who have done one season or two seasons and you know like I'm, I'm interested to see the dynamics of the alliances especially also because it's a lot of people who um are new but then also people who are just aligned with like the the, the partnerships in general it's just like partnerships can either make you or break you yes um, and his partner is Emmy Russ, who was on Beauty and the Nerd 2. Um, that was having the show that like that we had on, on Channel 5, like CW, um, Freaks and Geeks. That's what I think that's a similar like concept of that show. So yeah. Um, next pair. Uh it's gonna be we mentioned her, um, the winner of last season, um, Casey Clark. And her younger brother Kenny, and you know, shout out to her for winning last season. She off like two time finalists, you know. Um, but this is interesting because you know, um, we, we both know Casey doesn't really bring anything else but what she does in the challenges, and um, now her brother is with her. So Casey is typically referred to as furniture. So we got the sectional and we got the love seat with these two because they just gonna give seat A and seat B. I I I don't know. And then her girlfriend is on the show too. So I think that's also just a weird dynamic and just I mean it's like your brother and then your girl. So 
I don't even know how that's going to work. Like, I don't even know if any, if that's going to come into play that she has to kind of play both sides. But, I mean, it is what it is with, with Casey. I know that she finally got over, you know, the hump and she won last season with CT. But at the end of the day, like, I don't know. The Big Brother Alliance is still here. Yes. Um, speaking of, we're going to go to her bestie and Matthew Fessy. Um, and <laughs> um, him and his partner, Mariah, um, they Mariah look like Lynn? a good team. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Imagine if he was partnered with Mariah Lynn. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. A hip-hop, hip-hop advocate. <laughs> And, a hip hop advocate, like, and Mariah has one of the greatest tracks of hip hop history. With "Once Upon a Time Not Long Ago," I was a hoe. Like, come on, like we got to get these two in the studio together. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, Fessy is with his partner named Mariah um, Jadia or Jadia. I don't know how to pronounce her. I, the last part of her name. Sorry, girl, we um, do not know how to pronounce your name, Mariah. But, yeah. She is a friend of Fessy's, um, and but but the good thing about Fessy this season, um, he is changing um his nameplates and going by his actual name, Face Out. Um, I'm proud of him for doing that. Um, but he's still gonna get some of the jokes. Yeah. Why are you proud of him for for going with his <laughs> government name? We've been calling him Face Cell this whole time. I know, but now, but usually, but on the show, whenever like they have the nameplates, they don't. It never said his actual name. It always right. said Fessy. So right. he's so he's switching into like that people can say his name. Yeah, correctly. he's trying to rebrand, but he's still shitty. Like you, you <laughs> could put whatever you want to put on it, but it's still shit. I mean. Whatever version it is, <laughs> it is what it is. I know I don't want I'm trying to be nice about it, but um... I, don't, I don't know either. <laughs> like I'm trying to I'm trying to understand. But like I mean... so you're still gonna get the jokes. I'm sorry, but proud of you, Face Al, for doing that. You're She's still proud jokes. of you. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm still mad. But I'm still mad about that dang on tweet he did because that got me hot. Because I get it, y'all. Like this is a quote unquote America's fifth sport, but that's not all it takes to be a challenger. And that's why I was on his head because you're the same person that did not eat in a final. Something that's key in the challenge. Make it make sense. I get you want to be be a headbanger in these challenges, but sir, that's not everything. And we literally saw that a few seasons ago. Miss me with that. No, I get it. I get it. But come on now. Like, you have to be dense and then have to bring in Danny. Like, Danny saw that shade and caught it and had to let you know. And then his wife, Kiki, checked it because she is going to check it. Yes. And I was here for it because I'm like, listen, if you're going to come from somebody who literally did what you were trying to do, be better about that. Because it ain't slick. It be nobody you were trying to do. Moving on. Um, I have to get that off. I'm sorry. I did. Um, I did. And I'm like, I want to like the guy, but he just be pissing me off sometimes. I... Girl, what? Okay. You want to like him? There's moments that he has. I'm like, okay, I get it. God bless you. God bless you. Because you really are nice. You really are nice. (laughs) Speaking of nice, we're going to go to the person that he has an issue with for the past two seasons and Amber B. Um, But now she got some muscle with her and her boyfriend, um, Chauncey Palmer. Chauncey's just a funny-ass name. Like, that's just an <laughs> old-ass nigga name. Like, why are you named Chauncey at 26? Like, <laughs> oh, man. 
but it's interesting too. It's it's interesting and funny though, because before like she her pronouncement in public, she was literally on the season with Jeremiah cuddled up. And then before that, off season, she was had a situation of Nelson. And now oh, they're in the same house together. Living her life. I know. Now and I'm like, is this awkward or no? Like, I think they're friends. I heard Nelson are, but like, dang, that's funny. But it is a challenge. Like, you're going to be with some, be around somebody that you had a shit. The only person who would really make it awkward is Nelson because Nelson can get in his feelings. We've seen that with the whole Amanda Ashley situation that happened in that season. If he makes it weird, then it's going to be weird. But I feel like if they're all adults about it, I don't think it's going to be anything. Um, and then we I also don't know Big Chauncey. So I don't know what his energy is. He could probably be one of the ones who is like, nah, I know what you was messing with my girl. So I ain't gonna really fool with you like that. Or he could just be chill about it and know like, that's his lady. You was the past. He is the now. And it is what it is. I just don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know either, but it's just, I, I made, I connected with Zoth and like, dang. But it's always like this in a challenge house. Like, there's always going to be somebody that, like, someone's with, and then they're in a house with so many days to deal with. And mm-hmm. how that's navigated this season, I know Nelson is with a friend that some people do not like within the challenge world and MTV fandom. Um, and Reese Mateo, who I know from X on the Beach. Season two, and Ari the one season six. Um, but yeah, um, Narice really got some people hot. She do, and we already saw the trailer that um, she was caught up and had something going on with Jordan. Um, so that's gonna be interesting. But yeah, I I kind of want to see how Narice does because she's been wanting to get on the show as well. Um, so it's time for her to show up and show why she wanted to be on the show and perform. I mean, I guess she just wanted to be on the show to be on show. I don't know, because why would you go on one reality TV when you want to be on TV? Why not continue it if they have a tandem of shows that go along with it? So. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know this young lady at all. I don't know any of the mess that she's involved with. I don't know why people uh, don't like her, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to find out. Um, it has something to do with her kind of stealing folks, man, and just going, just jumping around from man to man. Um, that's really the crux of it. Um, and also, she was, she, to some people, she was annoying on X on the Beach as well. Um, Farrah, Abram, Kicked her in the in the cooch, um, in a fight. They got a yes. <laughs> she let Sophia's mom kick her in the vag. All right. Yes. Um, but shout out to Nelson. Um, real quick, I just want to say Nelson as well. Them. I don't know if they're bread extensions or what. That ain't it. And I remember you when the hair grew overnight. No, I don't. But it just it. Just okay, so then those extensions. You can say it. You can say it. Those extensions, okay. the weave that Nelson got. He sat in a chair and got weave in his hair, like Jimmy Butler did. Okay, I don't know what's up with you men these days, but stop it. Yeah. Uh, please. Uh, just fighting a war or something. Stop getting weave. But honestly, like Nelson is who he is. Yes. And you love Nelson. So what? Yeah. <laughs> Megan. As many times as you don't sat on this fucking thing and then cape for Nelson, please. You're you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, it's just Nelson is just a Yeah, funny it's funny character. to hear you say it. It's funny to say it, right? It's funny when I say it. Now, now it's seeking in like me? Yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that you. man. That, that man is something else, but I am glad to see him back. I, I, yeah. I, listen, yes, it is true. I am a 
a fan of Nelson. I'm gonna stick beside him at times. But if he's wrong, he's wrong. I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, like I said, them extensions ain't it. And I compared it to Olivia's ex, Corey, um, from Love Island. It was giving that. Because he had the headband too, and Corey wore a headband all freaking season of his little twisties in his head. Because Corey had long hair. I got it, of course, because Corey had long hair. But because Nelson got extensions in and put the headband on, he looked dumb. And I, we got to sit through a whole season of him looking like that. That's it. That's it. Okay. Um, is there another team that had another person on there? Um, I think that's yeah, that's that really we all. that one person we know and that we don't know, yeah. That's yeah, yeah that's I all. think that was about it. Okay, so now we're going to get into the people that we oh, know. actually, oh, never mind, we do know these people. I was gonna say, um, Jay and Michelle. But oh I yes, we know Michelle, and we know Jay. Yeah, I mean, of course we know Jay. I'm saying, like, after oh, yeah. I saw Michelle's face, and I was like, I don't really know her, but I do know her. Yeah, um, we can talk about them though because they're the next kind of newest people that we know, but like haven't been, haven't got their licks in. Like, you no, know, Jay's got his got his licks in because he had. A fun Ricky season where he took down CT because CT got too big mm-hmm. for his britches. Um, and I'm proud of him for that. Um, and then Michelle, we saw last season part of the group of Rickies that really got on my nerves because they were trying to play hive mind and follow the lead and follow the veteran. And that didn't work out. Like she was like coming into the survivor strong with Michaela. Then her and that other man flipped on her along with everybody else, because Emmy ratted it out. Um, and that was a downfall of Michelle's game. Yeah, I completely forgot about Michelle until I just remember that she um, we did see her last season on Survivor. It was like 85 rookies on that last season, so pardon me if I don't remember everyone. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to use that Survivor alliance along with the Big Brother alliance that's been going around. I just, there's a lot of people that um, it's interesting to see them being on the show. And one thing like we didn't mention in that happened in the doc that was explained is pretty much how we got some of the newer people who were not from the real world show and from the road rules show previously. And they created fresh meat. That's how we got Laurel and Teresa, you know, a bunch of different people. And I think for the last couple of seasons, it's been frustrating to watch because they've been infiltrating people from other shows like Big Brother with Casey, with Josh, with Fessy, whoever else, Amberie, and then also now Survivor and a lot of the international people. So because they've been on those shows, which is an actual like treasure in reality TV, just how survivors played and even big brother to an extent i just think that them coming on now it's like either who they've been in the house with before or they're just gonna have to create their own numbers and just kind of kick ass kind of situation with, with with especially with those survivor people and it's only the two of them that are from yeah. the american one this season and because of, and jay was Cool, somewhat cool with the big brother people, so we'll see how right. that kind of fares. Um, because I don't know where Terrell's going to lie because he don't really care. Because even though he's a international survivor person, like that didn't really like that 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 survivor thing didn't extend to the international people last season, where we had multiple people from different seasons from the U.S. version and from the international versions, and it didn't extend because people wanted to do their own thing. So we'll see how that fares um, this season. Um, the next pair um, I want to talk about is um, the ones that we don't like that are hella annoying are it's Devin Walker and uh, Miss Toy Deal. 
and not much to say on these two white folks i mean we know them we've seen them they've been friends they've been enemies they've been friends again they've had this con- contrived argument and here they are now as quote-unquote friends again frenemies whatever it is that they've now created in this partnership i don't really care for these two people actually that's i do like Devin. I do like Devin because I like to see him in Are You the One with him and Cheyenne. And I've liked him throughout the seasons of the challenge. However, he's been a little bit annoying, but that's always Devin. Yeah. Uh, and he's been true to being <laughs> annoying. So yes. I cannot be mad at that. And his relationship and alliance with the Big Brother crew has progressed and it's been rocky, but he's on sort of that side now with them being aligned um so it's just his partner that i'm just like whatever yeah same like toy was annoying like on her original season of of ari's one like at one point i was like i was on for one and one instance on that season because she was like doing a rap rap battle against a toxic man on that season other than that ever since she's gone on the show got too big for her britches, and hadn't really kind of humbled a bit. And I'm just tired of her, like, talking big game and hadn't really done that much. Because when she came in as a mercenary on that on the season that on, on Vendettas, and Cam showed her up, I'm like, hey, the the real from our even one is here. And that's that. And since then, she's talked big game and hadn't really like really bucked he's she's bucked up but hasn't really done action um and she yeah that's it on tori um the next pair is clumpy her bestie the tussie anisa and jordan her ex yes. and her best friend supposedly listen i don't know how why they did that when anisa had a different partner and then they really completely, because like that partner, they had they had another stoppage in this season, and then they edited out, then had to, had that person come home, and now Anissa and Jordan are partnered, but them two don't like each other. I forgot, but it was a, it was a guy, but I forgot his name. That's how that's how like far gone how long ago that was, but Anissa and Jordan are not friends. Well, I mean, production did try to put Jordan back in the challenge circle things when they put him on the All-Star season. And we saw that how that went um, with his elimination. And then, I mean, I'm sure they probably were like, hey, since we got him on the All-Star show, let's kind of sprinkle him in back on the main show. Because there was a, a time when Jordan was off of the main show for the last couple of seasons because of some controversy and comments that he has made and shown. And I think, like we've mentioned, covering the Challenge All-Stars, him and Naya being able to show that they have been able to kind of close that chapter on what happened on the Portland season and from the Challenge and so forth leading up to it, it's kind of his redemption arc that they've been plotting and writing and kind of just editing to scene. So I think it made it easier for them to just say, hey, we're just gonna throw Jordan into this into the situation and then pair him up with Tori's bestie and Tessie and Issa, who who who's just always there. You know what I mean? So I, I, I again I don't know what to take or what to get from these two being paired together, but I just I don't see I I I I don't see it for them. And I and I still like Anissa, but when it's time to let it go, it's time to let it go. And that's what I was about to say, like I tired of seeing Anissa on my screen and flopping every time. Like I'm tired. I don't want her to go out like this, but dang. Like girl, I get it, but dang. Like I I I cannot. And I loved like also in the documentary, they someone mentioned how like Anissa when Anissa came out on the on her season, and it was Nelson because Nelson 
and them are like besties. Um, Nelson brought up the fact that like she was good with representation for black folk and also coming out. And I'm like, Nisa has her purpose. Like she's had her moments, but now it's time to hang it up. And that's it. Yeah. When it's uh, time to give it up, it's time to give it up. That's just all I got to say. And the fact that they're coming in as heavy hitters, headers, like at different points, there's three different teams coming in and her and Jordan are one team that are coming in together as heavy hitters. We'll see how that goes. Um, the other two people, another two teams are heavy hitters are um, Nani and Bananas. And we hadn't seen Bananas since his win on Total Madness. After that, he had his little show on NBC um, and took a quick little break. We saw him have an appearance on um, Earth 3 um, recently. And then he's here. I mean, and he's not going anywhere. Bananas has made this a part of his identity. That's how people know him, of course. So if he feels up to it and he has the opportunity and they're going to give him a call and he takes the opportunity, that's just what it is. So at this point, it's like it's nothing to be mad or whatever over because it is what it is with Bananas. He has been on the show for 20-plus seasons now. I mean, this is his career. This is his life. So if we see him on here or see him anything that's close to it, whether it's whatever he does on the side, like, you know, it's funny that he's with Nani I because of how they've been paired together in other seasons and basically how he's carried her. But we'll see how this goes. Nani is just, she got to the finals and then lost in the elimination last season against her girlfriend. So it's just like, I, I, at some point as well, Nani is on, on that same path of Anissa with me. She's just a lifer at this point. She's just there. She's going to be on the show. She's going to show up. Whether or not she is going to use her vet status to skate on to the finals or get her ass kicked in some way and get kicked off the show, I don't know. I don't know if she would make it over the hump, but having Johnny Bananas is definitely something that she's going to want to use to her advantage. Yeah, and they had a they had a whole segment about Nani too. <laughs> like as an underdog, and I get it. Like Nani's been here for a while. She's shown that she has heart. At times the heart gotta say, "Okay, girl, you gotta stop." That's it. Like she's had a good moment. <laughs> it, it does. Um, but. We'll see how this partnership does this go around because the last time they were partnered was on X's two. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was X's two. Um, so yeah. Um, then the last pair of this cast, a pair that was very that got me yelled at on Twitter. Um by not only you, but friend of the show, Angela. Um. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the real and Veronica, um, who I called on Twitter when the cast came out, um, mom and dad. <laughs> Here's my little uh, dilemma with you calling these people mom and dad. One, these are not your fucking parents, okay? I've seen your mother. She does not look like Monica. That's one. Two, we've spoken about Darrell on the show. And we've spoken of, well, I've spoken of how I'm affectionate of Darrell. I don't see it for him to be a father figure for you. I'm sorry. Three. Okay, three. These people are barely holding on. We've seen how Darrell went out. Veronica got DQ'd. They're holding on by the hairs of their chinny chin chin. So we just go and pray that they don't look like parents on this season of the show. And they look like true vets that can still hang in there and that are not on their last leg. Okay? Because I said this last season when Darrell was 
cramping up against Jordan and struggling. I wanted to see Darrell take a break. Just go be, be a family man. He took time off before. I feel like Darrell would be well-suited enough and well-deserved to take some time off now after being on these last couple of seasons of the All-Star show and doing the main show on Double Agents uh, season. Or Spies as an Allies, I'm forgetting. No, he was on Double Agents. Okay. He can he can do it with some time off. Uh, Veronica is now coming back on the main show after being off for a while, but she was just on the All-Stars, like I said, and she got DQ'd just for walking down the stairs. That's some old people shit. Okay, falling down the stairs, just slipping and, and, and cracking it and fucking something up, and now she out the game. Like, come on. I want them to do well, though. But uh, but last note, <laughs> these are not your mom and dad, okay? These are not your parents. Please have some respect for your mom. Thank you. That was, that was only my problem. You have a mom. <laughs> I know. It was, listen, I was just very excited. Even though they didn't have that great of um, appearances on All-Stars 3. I was just very excited. And in the moment, I was like, yay. Um, OGs that I like. Because some of the OGs I don't like. I just have to put it out there. That's it. Um, But I'm excited to see how they kind of bounce back from All-Stars 3. Um, And... Yeah, like I'm just excited to see them like back on the main show at least. Like he Darrell Connors at least took a break from the main show if he didn't do Spy Flies and Allies, but he did the two the two back to back all star seasons. Well three all season. But right. I'm just glad to see him back on the main show because we still need oh the the good vet faces on the main show instead of like the ones I don't like. So that's yeah. it. That's all I was saying. Um, I, I I guess I got too excited. Like you said, I do have a mother. Um, but, you know, I was just very excited. And I've grown to enjoy Veronica. So that's why it says that. So that's it. Um, that is all the cast um, from the season. Um, are there any standouts so far? Um, quickly, I mean, it's a lot of people that we don't know, but they're sprinkled into the people that we do know that we just went over. And I think I, because I don't know the actual format, I know that it's ride or die. That's the concept. And I know that it's partnered. There's so many twists and turns that happen that they love to throw it now because that's just what the challenge does. So I don't know like the particular format of this show, but I'm definitely interested to see how a lot of the newer, younger vets, because I feel like people who do do the show for like two seasons are called vets. And it's like, that's not what a vet is, but I feel like somebody who's in that kind of Amber B, J uh, kind of world of people who have been on the show in recent seasons, but don't have enough seasons to be a Bananas, a Darrell, people who are on that, status of being like like decades into this shit I want to see how they can play their game against them and then also just what what the thought processes are in in the game in general and what they're what are they doing yeah um because this it is a different kind of mix um I would have wished I've seen some different people on here but you know I gotta get over it um but I'm glad to see how these Rickies really show up? Because, like, we've seen Rickies who kind of, like, don't give it their all, like, who quit. Um, but I think we have a good group of Rickies that can shake table a little bit and also give um, the attorneys and the big vets a run for the money. So that's what I'm excited to see. Well, we'll see what happens. The show airs on Wednesday, October 12th. However you watch MTV, it'll be on MTV on Wednesdays because every other day they show ridiculousness. So catch it on Wednesdays if you can, uh, on demand as well. And if not, we'll just recap it every freaking weekend like we always do. We'll be back next week to talk about episode one of The Challenge, season 38, Ride or Die freaking crazy that the show has 38 seasons but shout out to them for keeping 
production and stable going for this long. It's really impressive to see. And yeah, we'll be back. You can follow our page. It's at the bottom there on the screen. Blue Lions Pod on Twitter. You can follow our personal pages. Megan's page is at Megan Hines. Alicia is at ace underscore s5. And real quick, I've been tweeting about Big Brother a lot, and it's gonna change slightly <laughs> as we get into the challenge season. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you guys. You can also follow our YouTube page at Blue Lions Pod. We'll be live streaming every week so you can catch us there and watch the videos there yeah thank you guys for listening watching we'll be back next week to talk about season 38 of the challenge Woo-hoo. i'm not gonna yell again um like i did on twitter but yeah bye <laughs> wait bye <laughs>